The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, we are less than seven days away from the epic encounter between Real Madrid and Liverpool. A rematch from the final from last season and what was quite an epic final, well, Honestly, at this point, what has truly become quite an epic rivalry between Los Blancos and the Reds. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, honestly, it's still amazing to see just how horrible Liverpool have been as far as Premier League play goes. Liverpool is currently ninth in the English Premier League. Nine wins, five draws, and seven losses. You know, allowed a total of 28 goals. While scoring 36. And looking at it basically is... Man, you just see how bad it's been for Liverpool. You know, looking at how things have been, you know, like for the past, you know, since the early January. You know, January 2nd, a 3-1 loss on the road to Brentford. You know, not long after, on the 14th of January, a 3-0 loss on the road to Brighton. And then a 0-0 draw against Chelsea. And then they lose an an FA Cup fourth round game to Brighton. Followed by a 3-0 loss to Wolverhampton. Unbelievable. But recently, about two days ago, Liverpool did pick up a 2-0 win over Everton. So, now, keep in mind, they beat a team that is currently in the relegation zone of the Premier League. So that 2-0 win over Everton really is nothing to look out for for Liverpool. Because Liverpool has just been absolutely awful. I mean, I don't know if it's the injuries, if it's just, you know, they've completely lost their rhythm, or they're just their reign of dominance is over. I mean, th- there's just so many things going on right now with Liverpool, it's hard to truly fathom exactly what's going on. The way I see it is just that Liverpool has probably finally lost their touch, but honestly, or maybe they're just having, maybe it's just a bad year, I don't know. I mean, basically... 
There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of possible theories, but the bottom line is Liverpool is not very good at the moment. Now, unfortunately for Real Madrid, Real Madrid did at one point have a bit of a lead in La Liga, although, but, that, but basically La Liga is currently under the control of none other than Barcelona. Barcelona is up by 8 points in first place, while Real Madrid is in second place with 48 points. Basically, right now, Barcelona has only lost one La Liga match. Barcelona is standing with 18 wins, 2 draws, and 1 loss. While Real Madrid, on the other hand, 15 wins, 3 draws, and 3 losses. Now, Real Madrid is coming off a magnificent win in the FIFA Club World Cup. Now, for them to claim the FIFA World, the, the, the Club FIFA World Cup again to add a list, the unlimited amount of list of accomplishments throughout their history, Real Madrid needed to win the FIFA Club World Cup after that unfortunate loss to Barcelona not long ago, in what was the final of the Supercopa de, de España. I mean, Barcelona embarrassed Real Madrid in the Supercopa de España final on the 15th of last month, about a month ago. So Real Madrid just had to get back on the same page. Now, from what I understand, Real Madrid is still currently in the Copa del Rey tournament. They did beat Villarreal in the round of 16, followed by a 3 nothing win over Atletico Madrid in the quarterfinals. Now, as far as uh, where this goes moving forward, the Copa del Rey semifinal, believe it or not, the first leg will be against Barcelona. So Real Madrid needs to get it together, not only for the upcoming Champions League game, but for the upcoming Copa del Rey uh, game, semifinal match, leg number one against Barcelona, because Real Madrid, is, if they, they definitely want to extract, extract revenge. So you can bet on that. So Real Madrid's coming off a 4-0 win uh, today over uh, one, one of the La Liga's first clubs, uh, El, uh, Elche, I hope I'm saying that correctly, who of course, again, only has one win, six draws, and 14 losses. And Real Madrid had picked up a 4-0 win today over, over that team, and Karim Benzema scoring a brace. And speaking of uh, Karim Benzema, Karim Benzema now has 230 goals in La Liga for Real Madrid. So... That makes it. That basically puts him at second place. Who, of course, you know Cristiano Ronaldo, who has scored 311 goals for Real Madrid in La Liga play. So basically, Karim Benzema, who basically solidified himself as a Real Madrid legend a long time ago, he's just basically adding more and more and more to his rich list of accolades and accomplishments. And based on how brilliant Karim Benzema has been, his fitness is still great. He's still playing at such a high elite level. I would say it's probably going to be a long time before before we even think of Kareem Benzema calling it a career, because I still think that Kareem Benzema has still a lot left to prove. Although this season he has actually been suffering some injuries, so maybe I spoke a little bit too soon. But the 2022 Ballon d'Or recipient, you know, as long as he stays healthy, then he can certainly continue to do great things. So as far as Kareem Benzema goes. It all depends on whether or not the dude can stay healthy. And quite honestly, I hope he can. Truthfully, I need him to because Kareem Benzema is the man. Anyway, I mean, of course, obviously, he's, he, he, the club's going to need him to play against Liverpool, right? So, you know, looking recently, I've noticed that... Um, my boy, Eddie Kamavinga, has actually been getting some playing time. As Primarily, you know, he's been playing on defense. I noticed that Carlo Ancelotti has been deploying Kamavinga, you know, in, in, the, in a defensive back position. 
Now, I'll never forget in the, in the FIFA World Cup final when Eddie Kamavinga came in and played as a defender. Now, today in today's uh, La Liga match, he actually did play in the midfield position. It was interesting to see that Aurelien Chouameni was actually on the bench. You know, Luka Modric was also on the, on the bench. And Antonio, Antonio Rudiger was on the bench, but never actually saw any playing time in, in this game. So, But, you know, Real, Real Madrid is kind of basically putting it together a, a little bit. I mean, still a lot, you know, a lot to deal with, but, you know... But then again, you know that four nothing win was against the worst team in La Liga, so we got to see how they can how they can go moving forward. Because you know, I think the next game for Real Madrid, they do have a game uh, this weekend against Osasuna on the road before they uh, before they head on the road to take on Liverpool. So you know, because Real Madrid's going to be on the road for for the first leg of the round of the round of sixteen against Liverpool, Real Madrid cannot afford to fall behind. So. So that being said, in the in the excitement for this one right here, Liverpool versus Real Madrid, man. Right now, obviously, it seems to me that Real Madrid really looks to be the favorite on paper, and I do have to stress on paper, because look, I get it. Liverpool, quite frankly, is awful, absolutely awful. Now, it's. Again, there's so many things going on right now with with Liverpool. It's hard to really understand truly what's going on. But you know, I'm not entirely sure who who could very well be available for Liverpool now. In the in the recent two nothing win over Everton, you know, Mohamed Salah and Darwin Nunez were there. So with Mohamed Salah and uh, Darwin Nunez and uh, Gakpo, who was uh, who was actually recently. Uh, Never forget, you know, you know, uh, Manchester United wanted this guy. I think his name is Cody Gakpo. You know, with this front three attack with Liverpool, Real Madrid certainly going to have to be careful because Real Madrid definitely can struggle in the midfield as well as on defense. So, so I would imagine, you know, you know, with with Fabinho and uh, and Jordan Henderson in the midfield, you know, I could, I mean, I would imagine that Real Madrid in the in their midfield position, if I were to correctly predict it. I would imagine that uh, Federico Valverde and Luka Modric would certainly actually base, would certainly be available to be featured in the midfield. I'd imagine Tony Cruz. Now, Tony Cruz didn't actually appear in this game. Uh, I have not heard anything about Tony Cruz, so I'm not sure if he's still injured. But I would imagine that it's unfortunate, but I wouldn't be surprised if Eddie Camavinga started off on the bench. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what Carlo Ancelotti has in store uh, as far as in the game against Liverpool, but... Obviously, for me, from a bit, from a bit of a personal and selfish point of view, I obviously want to see Eduardo Camavinga and Aurelien Chouameni, you know, play side by side in the midfield position. Well, well, I'm sure that Camavinga and Chouameni can certainly do good good things together, even if even if Camavinga is deployed as a defensive back. But, uh, but but honestly, I mean, the bottom line is, I, I just want to see Camavinga and Chouameni do great things together. And I really want to see him do it on on the top in the top competition like the Champions League. So, but we'll go and wait and see. But I really, right now, honestly, the most realistic perspective out of this is that Kamavinga is likely going to be on the bench. He could very well be brought in. I mean, I think it depends on the situation. But basically, right now, the way I see the midfield, you know, if it's going to be a three midfielder set, I would imagine it's going to be Valverde. And uh, Luka Modric for sure. Now again, as far as uh, Tony Cruz goes, I'm not entirely sure what the situation is. I'm actually going to look it up right now. Well, you know, seven hours ago, it's, uh, this thing. Okay, so okay, so recently he has missed training because he has a stomach flu. Okay, 
So basically, okay, so, alright, so that now it makes sense, because I had not heard anything about an injury hit recently, so, that, that's, that's where the, that's where the concern, you know, really kicked in for me, because, you know, I, I have this notifications, um, specifically for Real Madrid to be notified on any injury regarding any player with Real Madrid, and I had not heard anything about Tony Cruz, but, According to this, Tony Cruz has actually missed training because of a because of a stomach flu, and obviously was not featured in this game. So, I would imagine that by next week he's going to be good to go. I would imagine he. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually does return and gets featured in the next one, but starts off on the bench. But I would imagine that Tony Cruz is going to be fully fit by the time uh, this game comes out, which again is going to be on the twenty first. So that's going to be next week. That is going to be Tuesday, February twenty second. At 2 o'clock. And I'm actually going to be working that game. So I'm going to have to tell the manager. Well, you're going to have to put it on the big screen, bro. Anyway. So yeah. So going back to the whole midfield. Yeah. So basically, I expect Tony Cruz and Valverde and Luka Modric to basically be featured in the, in the, mid, in the midfield. But I wouldn't be... But again, you know, Carlo Ancelotti. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually, you know, basically utilizes a different system to add an extra midfielder. Because the midfield position for Real Madrid is it's definitely a, a huge cause for concern. So to add Aurelien Chouameni to the mix would certainly be huge, and then if you could have Kamavinga in the in the in the back, or at least you know if he's on the bench and he, and he comes in to basically relieve either Modric or Cruz, then if we could see uh, Aurelien Chouameni and Eduardo Kamavinga play side by side, and hopefully, God willing, something great comes out of those two, I'm really hoping to see Kamavinga help create some scoring chances and maybe provide an assist. But of course, more than anything, as far as Kamavinga goes, I want to see Eduardo Kamavinga score a goal. And nothing would give me great happiness to see Aurelien Chouameni score a goal with an assist from Kamavinga because that, ladies and gentlemen, would be huge and I would love it and I would be back here on the show talking about it. You can bet on that. So anyway, so that's what's going on with Real Madrid. Now, for Liverpool, since I already spoke about the front three, I would, I'm basically, I'm at this point, I'm basically fully sold on the fact that we are going to see Mohamed Salah and Cody Gakpo and Darwin Nunez in the front three. And I'm actually surprised to see that Virgil van Dijk was actually an unused substitute in the game against Everton. And Diogo Jota actually started off on the bench, but he came in in the game later on. So, you know, also with James Milner, you know, that game with Liverpool and Everton, there was actually, I think, uh, a bit of an incident with uh, James Milner involving involving an Everton player, but I'm not too sure about that. I saw that. Uh, I, was, I was actually, uh, I was made aware of it from uh, a couple of loyal listeners of the show the boys from Stoppage Time FC, uh, Mr. Joe Mavor and Mr. Rod Angeles. So, obviously, I've not spoken to my good friend, uh, Mr. Steve Adams, about this particular situation yet. As my the brother continues to recover from surgery, and God, I hope uh, and I hope he's doing fine. But but going right now, honestly, no matter how bad Liverpool looks, I think basically Real Madrid's the favorite on paper because we have to see how reality how reality decides how it's going to go. Because right now, it looks as though Real Madrid should be able to find a way to beat Liverpool. But as horrible as Liverpool is, Liverpool can still somehow snap out of what the hell they're going through. Whatever's come down to them, come, come into them, but or whatever's gotten into them. And they can maybe, they could possibly even humiliate Real Madrid for all I know. I mean, Liverpool has to live with the fact that they've actually lost the Champions League final twice to Real Madrid. I mean, last season, that one nothing loss... I mean, all those scoring chances that Liverpool had and they just could not put the ball into the back of the net. I mean, Thibaut Courtois was just making save after save after save. And man, oh man, oh man, Mohamed Salah really had a frustrating game. So 
So, yeah, for Mohamed Salah, twice. I mean, in 2018, he gets injured uh, from a tackle from Sergio Ramos. And then in 2022, all of his shots are basically blocked, and he couldn't couldn't get the job done. So Liverpool, really, right now, is basically, they are sick and tired of hearing about the fact that they just cannot beat Real Madrid when it matters most. They cannot do it. And it's not the first time that these clubs have met in the Champions League, you know, knockout game. It's happened before. And I'm not talking about the 1981 Champions League final. I'm talking about the fact that Liverpool and Real Madrid do, in fact, have a strong history in the Champions League. You know? Uh, you, you, you look at everything these, these clubs have been through. I mean, you know, you look at the head-to-head on UEFA.com. I mean, it, it's amazing, you know, what I see. I mean... Right now, Real Madrid leads, you know, with five wins. So right now, it's it's five wins for Real Madrid and three wins for Liverpool. You know, you're looking right now, you know, the four the fourteen titles that Real Madrid has and the six titles for Liverpool. I mean, you look at basically now look at the at the history. You know, you know in the 2014-2015 uh, tournament. You know, both these both these teams they were in the they were in the group stage, and Real Madrid actually won both meetings. The first one was three nothing on the road, while the other one was one nothing at home. But I'll never forget in the 2008-2009 season in the round of 16, it was actually Liverpool that embarrassed Real Madrid, eliminating Real Madrid in the round of 16 with a five nothing aggregate. You know, Liverpool won one nothing on the road, and then a four nothing win in the in the second leg. That's what sealed the deal. So. So right now, Real Madrid has done more than to kind of extract revenge. Now, now Liverpool really wants to get even, but Real Madrid is determined to basically pro- continue to prove that they are the better team. But also recently, looking at the the um, the tournament from the 2020-21 uh, Champions League with the year that Chelsea won it, you know both these teams met in the quarterfinals. And the first meeting was a three to one win for Real Madrid, while the second meeting was ended up in a scoreless draw. So, yeah. So, when I spoke about how rich this history is between Real Madrid and Liverpool, well, I think that starting next week, that rich history is only going to be growing and growing and growing, and it's going to become far more interesting. So, here we go. I am going to predict that this game is going to end in a 2-1 to win for Real Madrid. And I think that this game is going to be so particularly exciting in the way it's going to go. There's going to be so many talking points that I'm pretty sure I'm going to need my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams, to be on this show, to be on this show so that we can certainly recap the episode to the best of our respective abilities. And because, quite frankly, we all miss Steve. Steve has been a huge part of the show, and we want Steve. We want Steve along with Mr. David Scappin and Mr. Josh McSwain, my personal inner circle for NNFC. Everybody, I know how much you love this inner circle. I promise you that this inner circle will be on the show in the future, and I'm talking very, very soon. So don't you worry, ladies and gentlemen. And again, I strongly appreciate all the support. God bless y'all. Into the Net FC, ladies and gentlemen, is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And remember, if you or anybody you know is looking for a very good, unique, and exciting soccer podcast, then this show, Into the Net FC, is the show for you. If you love soccer, 
Into the Net FC is the show for you. So please subscribe. And if you have predictions, please leave them in the comment section on the YouTube video of this episode. Thank you all very, very much. God bless you all. And you all have a good night. I will see you all next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.